Have you ever wondered what goes into your favorite brand's digital marketing strategy? I'm Tara, the founder of TJ Creative Agency. And I'm Audrey, the creative marketing director of TJ Creative Agency. Whether you're an influencer, a business owner, a content creator, or just an overall creative person, we'll teach you how to create the perfect social media strategy and build your brand online. Welcome back to Social Sessions, you guys. It is just Audrey. I'm here for a solo episode. I really quickly would love to know what you guys think about these solo episodes because I feel like I've been doing them quite a lot recently. Um, so I would love to know like, if you guys actually enjoy these. They tend to be a little bit shorter when I am recording by myself, but I would still love your feedback on them. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about analytics and kind of the metrics that you should be focusing on. To be completely honest, you guys, we have been doing this podcast for like a year and a half, almost two years. And I don't always remember what we've talked about before. So is there a chance that we have talked about analytics in the past and the metrics that you should be focusing on? Yeah, there is. Is there a chance that it's outdated information? Perhaps. I don't know. I genuinely do not know. So we're going to talk about it today. Sorry if this is a topic we've covered before. I don't feel like it is, but again, I'm not sure. We've put out so many episodes that I do not recall. Anyways, you guys know the drill. We are going to start with some social media news, some updates. And there's a few updates within Instagram specifically on their stories. They are putting a lot more like stickers and things like that in stories. And what I mean by stickers, every time I see like in the headline that new Instagram stickers are coming out, I'm like, great, I don't use GIFs. Um, but that's like not what it means. It's not just like actual stickers. So the first one is an app sticker. This one feels like it mostly pertains to businesses, which I believe most of you guys are business owners or are working on the marketing side of things regardless. But basically, I believe it's like it says it's a way for users to directly promote other apps within their stories. So it says the app sticker will provide an easy way to link your viewers through to another app, which could be good for promoting special deals, products, helpful creation tools, etc. So that's the first one. I believe all of this is intended to be released before the holidays. So obviously all of this is with intention for marketing. That's why they want to release it before the holidays, because as you guys know, most of you guys in marketing know Quarter four is like the most chaotic time. So that's why they're trying to release all this. Second one they're trying, this one's actually pretty interesting. The second one they're experimenting with is called secret. It's a new quote unquote secret sticker, which would only be visible to those who responded to a story with a message. I'm reading directly from this article, but it says presumably that would then enable the creator to decide if they allow each user access to the secret or not. And it could be an interesting way to drive more direct responses and engagement, which is also kind of was in the headline of this article that Instagram is releasing all of these things to increase engagement in this last quarter of the year. Because I believe like summertime, if I remember correctly, summertime and like the holidays are the lowest points of engagement for most people. Honestly, it's typically just because people have things going on, right? During the holidays, we've got holiday parties, we're with family, we're with friends, we're usually more social. We're not on our phones as much. And it's the same thing with summer, right? Like you're usually out with your friends more. You're a little bit more social. We're not sitting at home on our phones as much. 
So it makes sense that they're coming out with these stickers or these different things um, to kind of try and increase engagement. Another one that they're working on is a music pick sticker, which would enable respondents to share their top tracks of the moment. So it looks like they show kind of um, testing phases of it. And it looks like the, what is that sticker called where it'll be like, share a picture of you and your boyfriend or like you have bad luck for seven years. I keep getting those and I'm like, okay, whatever. But then there's like thousands of people who use this sticker and upload it. It looks like that, but a music version of it, like the add yours. I don't know if that makes sense. If you guys could see what I'm looking at, it would totally make sense. But I'm this is an auditory medium. So not sure if you guys know what I'm talking about. They're also supposedly coming out with like a birthday reminder, which we love. Because I don't know about you guys, but I absolutely relied on the Facebook birthday reminder. That's how I remember everybody's birthday. Not even remember. That's how I remember to text people happy birthday. So hopefully that's actually coming. But yeah, that's kind of the vibes. It says, Missouri explained that users now post a lot more on their stories and send a lot more DMs than they post into the feed, which has become a key focus for apps development, which is so true. Most people are posting on stories way more than they do on their feed. So it checks out that Instagram is trying to kind of utilize that and and ramp up what's going on on stories, what's going on in the DMs. Those are the two main places that I'm at. I don't really scroll through my feed a ton. Like I do, but I don't. I want stories a lot more. And I feel like that's the normal, like that's how most people are consuming on Instagram. So that's also something to keep in mind if you are a brand, if you are a business owner, like most people are scrolling through stories, which is why we always say sell through stories and why like, yes, we create graphics as like stepping outside and in our agency, we create graphics and we create things to post on stories. But at the end of the day, like we always tell our clients to do like maybe a day in the life every now and again, or whatever, like get to know you on stories because that's where you build relationships. And that's where a lot of sales are made is in stories and NDMs. So I know we've talked about that before, but that just feels relevant. So that's kind of your little update for the week. A lot of things happening on Instagram, trying to come out with a lot more things for stories, which is kind of exciting. And now before we jump into the analytics, how you should measure your content, you guys already know what I'm going to say. I would love it if you rate and reviewed the podcast. It would mean so much to me personally. Takes two seconds. Takes two seconds. We got a little. One of the last reviews, I actually do read all of the views, the reviews because they make me really happy. But one of my one of the a recent one that I had just seen says this podcast has so many golden nuggets. I'm shocked it's free. I've learned so much listening from these ladies. I look forward to the episodes every week. And that is so sweet. That is so sweet. So there's some inspo for you to write your reviews. Now without further ado, let's talk about Let's talk about measuring your success on social media and what analytics kind of go for what goal. Because we've talked about this, you've heard me say this 8 million trillion times. There are so many different goals that you can have on social media. It is not all revolving around 
follower count or impressions, right? And those are kind of the big ones that we see talked about a lot. But like at the end of the day, they do not mean much. Like your fault. I mean, sure. A good follower count is, is great. It sometimes can make you look more reputable, whatever, but it's not necessarily like your follower count and your impressions do not directly correlate to the sales that you're getting. Now I'm not, like I said, I'm not completely like throwing those metrics out the window because yeah, sure. They still have some value, but it's not the end all be all. I don't even know if I would rank it number one, to be honest. So I kind of want to go through, through all of the different metrics and the different goals. So as we've talked about, there are so many different kinds of goals that you can have on social media. And we'll start with brand awareness. Now, this is one that I think people focus on a lot and also know the metrics of the most. Because it is, it's exactly what you, you know, would consider brand awareness to be. It's pretty self-explanatory. It's people becoming aware of your brand. It is getting your product, your service, your company in front of people. It's people learning about your brand. It's people knowing who you are. It's the recognition. Brand awareness is the first phase of people finding out about you. And obviously it's, it's the biggest part of the funnel in terms of the marketing funnel. You need people to be aware of you to buy from you, right? Now that's not to say people are going to buy from you immediately after they find out about you, which is why there's different types of goals, right? So brand awareness is usually, I mean, every brand has some sort of a goal around brand awareness. If you're trying to reach new customers, you have a goal of brand awareness. If you're trying to increase sales, you might have a goal of brand awareness. If you are a brand new company who does not have loyal customers yet, you are probably working towards brand awareness. Now, if that's your goal, if that's what you're trying to do, if you're trying to get your product, your service, your company in front of new people, you should be focusing on the following metrics. One, reach. How many accounts are you reaching? This, I think, is way more important than impressions. Sure, you can look at impressions, but your impressions number is always going to be higher than your accounts reached. And it's usually because people, like one person might have watched your video five times. So that means their impression count is going to be five versus the account is only reached one, right? Like that's going to be different. And a lot of times people will look at your content more than once, blah, 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 especially when it comes to, to reels. That's what's really going to throw off your impressions, like any sort of video content. Um, your impressions are going to be much higher because most people are going to watch your video more than once. Not a good or bad thing. That's just the way that it is. So I would say accounts reached is probably the most important metric to look at when you're trying to increase awareness. Especially my favorite part about this on Instagram specifically is when you look at accounts reached, it breaks it into that... Um, little circle diagram. And it shows you how many of the accounts that you've reached are your followers and how many are your non-followers. So the non-follower number specifically, like if we really want to get specific here with these metrics, the non-follower number is going to be super important when it comes to brand awareness, right? Because the accounts reached that already follow you isn't really helping with your awareness because they already follow you. They already know about you. You're not reaching new people. So those non-followers 
are going to be really important when it comes to to finding new customers, new potential customers, I should say. I think follower count also kind of falls into brand awareness. It doesn't really apply to any other goal, really. So like I said, follower count can be great when it comes to um, reputation and credibility because there is something to be said. Like if you find a doctor, mm, a doctor's not a good example because I don't know how much I'm looking into their follower count. I'm going to a doctor. If you find like a skincare brand and they have 30 followers, I would be like, that's interesting. That is interesting. (laughs) And it feels like, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying there's definitely people who are going to take that into account when deciding whether or not to buy from you. So follower count is important in that sense, right? It does give you a little bit of credibility, makes people know that you're legit, makes people know that you're the real deal. The more people, it's so silly too though, but like, it's true. The more people that are following you, the more people are going to trust you, to be honest. The new people, especially as a company, I should say. That doesn't always apply to influencers, but as a company, that's pretty true. So follower count would fall under this goal. And then I think the last thing would be shares. Shares are, we all know what they are. Um, and this, this is what kind of what we mean when we say shareable content. This is why we create memes. This is why we create reels because these, this is why a lot of businesses will post just like quotes or like the, this is why the astrology counts do like astrology memes, things like that, because they're shareable. Anybody can repost this stuff. Right. And when it's, kind of vague enough or on the complete opposite side, when it's niche enough, people will post it to their stories and be like, this is so funny. I need everybody to see this. That's why shares are under this category because when you have a ton of shares, it usually means that, A, you're you're making the right kind of content when your goal is brand awareness. And it also means that you're probably reaching more people. You're getting more non-followers to see your content. So those are all different metrics that I would measure if your main goal was brand awareness, things that you should pay attention to. Now, how are you going to actually apply that into your content? That's when you go into content-specific metrics. Like I said, that's why shares is so important. Shares is going to be really one of the only content-specific metrics. I believe you can see accounts reach too on, on, I don't even remember, but that's why, um, like impression impressions is very much a content specific. Like you can look at one singular post that you maybe posted yesterday and see how many impressions it got and you can see how many shares it got. So that's really helpful in terms of determining what type of content you're going to be making moving forward. You should probably look at those too. If brand awareness is your goal. Now, if your goal is engagement, different story. Maybe you're trying to retain customers which I've talked about before on this podcast, I think engagement is very undervalued in the sense of like retention. I think engagement very much correlates with retention of your customers. So if you're trying to work on engagement, you should definitely look at, this is going to be very self-explanatory, but you should definitely look at comments as a form of engagement, likes, mentions. I don't think people talk about mentions that much. Mentions, especially like on stories and on tagged 
post. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. And then saves. Saves is kind of a gray area. Technically, it is engagement. And I would say the same thing with DMs. That could kind of be qualified as um, engagement because, like I said, I kind of think of engagement as correlated with retention. So if that's your goal, then I think DMs are definitely going to be a part of that. And I do think saves are going to be a part of that. However, saves are saves are interesting because it's not like they're reaching out to you. It's not necessarily visible to you who is saving your content. It's more so just they're going back. They want to look back at your content or it was helpful for them or whatever versus like comments. You can see who's commenting. You can see who's liking your content. You can see who's mentioned you. It's a little bit more personal, which is really what that engagement is. It's typically more of a personal connection with that client or customer or audience member or whoever, which is why I think saves are Saves are a little bit of a gray area. I don't know if saves actually fully fall into any of these categories. They're great to look at, um, but they're great in terms of like sales type of stuff, right? Like if you're promoting a product or a service, saves are great because it usually means that people are going to go back to that post where you are promoting said product or service. Um, but otherwise, in the grand scheme of things, it like is what it is. It, it doesn't really fall into any of the categories. So anyways, engagement is super, super self-explanatory. The next goal that we'll talk about is conversions, which is like the biggest goal of all businesses, right? Like the main goal of most businesses on social media is to make sales, to grow their, not follower count. Well, some businesses, (laughs) but usually it is to increase clientele. It is to increase sales. It is to like promote a launch of a new product or a new whatever limited series drop, whatever it is. Usually it comes down to conversions. So with conversions, this is where it gets a little bit tricky because I'm really only talking about in-app analytics. Right now you can definitely see with a Google analytics pixel, pixel, you can see a little bit more. And same with like usually wherever you're hosting your website, you can also see where people are coming from. So for example, we host our website on Squarespace. I'm able to go into the back end and see, okay, most people that are coming to our website are coming from, honestly, usually it's Stan Store. And if it's coming from Stan Store, then I know that it's coming from either TikTok or Instagram because that's the link in our bio. Sometimes it'll still say Instagram. Sometimes it'll say TikTok. Sometimes it'll say direct search. I'm able to see a lot more of that. I'm able to see where on the site they're going to the most, things like that. 
So that's different um, because so I'm not really going to go over that as much because it's going to look different for everybody, depending on where you're hosting your website, depending if you have Google Analytics, things like that. So when it comes to conversion, those are all usually playing a really big factor here in in your ability to actually see direct conversions from social media. But working with specifically social media analytics on each platform, website clicks on Instagram is my favorite to look at. Now, you can obviously see it. I believe it's under the engagement, like audience engaged section of the professional dashboard. But it's also important to go into the link clicks on stories. So when you go, you can go to your content, filter it by stories and filter it by link clicks because we are constantly feeding links into our stories for us and stories for our clients. And that I don't believe, I don't believe that's included in the website clicks that are shown under audience engagement. So that's my favorite way to look at conversion because that's however many people, let's say you have 60 people click on the link or that's what it says, website clicks. That's 60 people who are who are considering buying your either product, considering booking with you, things like that. They're ready to take this relationship with you off of just social media. So that one's huge. Downfall, TikTok does not have this analytic. It drives me insane, but they don't have this analytic. You can also look to email signups, which... I know I said I was going to stick to like per platform. This one is also off platform. But if you like, if you're trying to get conversions and you have an increase of um, email newsletter signups or whatever, that's a good indicator that people are ready to convert. Lastly is just generic sales. If you're getting a lot more sales, and your views are kind of correlating with that or your accounts reached or your engagement and like things that are going on on social media are kind of correlating. They're matching those numbers of the sales. You can guess that they are coming from social media. Like I said, this one is harder to determine strictly based off of the social media analytics that are given to you. You usually have to do things on the back end of your website. Or like I said, if you're looking into your email list, that's going to be different. There's a lot of places that you can look to for this conversion one. And it kind of depends on what you consider conversions, because some of you might be looking specifically for sales. Some of you might be looking, like I said, for the email list and then using that to actually create conversions. Um, So this is where it gets a little bit trickier because there's a lot more avenues for people to to actually convert, right? The other thing is, is that people could literally find you on social media and then Google you. And you're not really going to be able to see that correlation or that connection. You're not going to be able to see that, oh, they found me on social media and then they Googled me and bought off of the website. Now, the one thing I will say is if that you are a service-based company, I would 100% have somewhere that your new clients need to fill out. Usually they have to fill out a form, right? For example, we have a lot of estheticians. They have to fill out some sort of a waiver or whatever, some sort of whatever when they get into the office or when they are booking online. Add a question on there 
that asks, where did you find us? And make it required if you are doing it online, have them fill it out in person. Wherever you're having people fill out this paperwork, add that question. It's going to help you tremendously when it comes to your marketing. So those are the three main goals that I wanted to talk about and the metrics that apply to them. I hope that was helpful for any of you guys because I know there's a lot of analytics out there. There's a lot of numbers that you can be looking at and we don't always know what correlates with what. We don't always know what these numbers mean. So I hope this cleared some of that up for you guys. Um, This was like a, a very shallow tip of the iceberg type of situation when it came comes to metrics. But I hope this helps you guys. If it did, like I said, would love it if you rate and review the podcast. Um, and I will talk to you guys next week.